Welcome to the Promise to Try podcast. My name is Natalie. I am a mother of two, and I'm joined by Shade, and I am a mother of four. And just to add, I don't know if you want to add this, but me and my sister were joking the other day, and she always makes fun of me because she says with every sentence I add, I'm always like, because I'm a mom of four. But I'm like, if you know how much of a achievement that is, especially for five and under, like, she just don't know, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes I'll be with my two kids and I'll be like, I don't know how you do it. I, I feel like even with two, I was still like, because I have two babies, you know? <laughs> yeah. At least, like, you have two older-ish ones now. Like, it was funny because, like, yesterday I was just thinking. I was like, I understand why Shade and a few other people I know waited till the first kid was two or, or older before they had another one because... <laughs> It's easier. <laughs> I would know. say easier, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You're not going to the bad ones, but you got twins, so, you know, that's a whole new game, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, but some days I'd be like, why did I do this to myself? But in a year or two, yeah, but in a year or two, they're going to just be able to go, go play. Go play on your own. Bye. <laughs> I feel um, like with my five-year-old and three-year-old, though, they're still like, don't you want to play with me? <laughs> I'd be like, oh, there's always so many times I want to play catch. <laughs> that, that sounds really bad. Like, I love playing with my children. <laughs> that brings That's us into the topic. They're keeping it real. <laughs> and see, that brings us into the topic of mom shaming. Because... Yeah. Don't mom shame me because I don't want to play catch 24-7. <laughs> right. This episode, we're going to talk about mom shame and mom guilt because it is real. And I feel like it needs to be discussed. I was just saying like a while ago, another conversation um, that I feel like you can't these days. Everyone wants to be like the perfect mom. So you want to be like, oh, I do this with my kids. Oh, I do this with my kids. And I feel like if you're honest sometimes and you're like, today was a hard day or my kids were hard today or they were brats today or I needed a break today. People kind of look at you like, oh, you don't love your kids. <laughs> right. You don't know. <laughs> I love them, but man. But everything you said was so accurate. Like, you want to be the Pinterest mom. That's what I'm going to title it, the Pinterest mom. Oh, yeah, all them, 
Yeah, because them all on Pinterest, they be making me feel so bad about my life. And then, <laughs> I be trying to do the exact same thing they did. And hmm, y'all saw my ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I made this organic. <laughs> <laughs> Don't nobody want none of your chocolate list chocolate cake. <laughs> like, there's a shame that, like, I remember on my firstborn's birthday, all my children are late walkers, like all of them, even the twins. Mm-hmm. My first one was 15 months old, my second one was 16 months old, and my twins, one was 17 and one was almost 18 months until they started walking. So they're all late walkers. And I feel like people are like, oh, they're not walking yet. Oh, they're not doing this yet. So it's always the comparing and the shame. And it makes you feel horrible. Like you're not on your job. You're not helping your child succeed. You're keeping them back. I remember when you told me that people were trying to talk to you about, you know, the kids not walking. And I'm like, shut them people up. Shut up. Because y'all don't know. Every kid is different. Every kid has their own way of learning. And we shouldn't be putting that pressure on them. They're children. Who cares? Exactly. And they all get there eventually. Yeah. Did you um, sleep train your kids? Um, I feel like it kind of like happened as natural as possible. I feel like my firstborn, it was easier to put him on a schedule. Um, he started mm-hmm. sleeping through the night at like maybe five or six weeks. Mm-hmm. So we brought him home and then um, as he got like maybe three, two months old, I started putting him on a schedule because I wanted him on a schedule before I went back to work. Yeah. And so I felt like it was pretty easy with him, but obviously because he was my only child at the time, so you can put that much attention and effort into it but I feel like with my second born I tried but it just didn't work like he was very colicky he's the worst through the night time like we were just always up all night didn't matter if I had to work in the next morning and then with the twins I hated it because people <laughs> made me feel horrible like since they were born everyone's like you're not never gonna give me sleep if you don't put them on a sleeping schedule because they should be on some schedule because they're two babies and if you have one up and one down you're just going to be constantly in rotation no newborn you can train from day one like so I kept hearing that the first like few months few, first few weeks first few days and I'm like they don't know that they're supposed to be up and the other ones up they don't know you know like right they live in their best life okay leave them alone exactly they don't even know that's day and night time <laughs> I just got a lot of like judgment from other people especially people who didn't even have twins for one and then when you take them to their checkups do you ever feel judged from the doctor like oh you're still doing that <laughs> yeah I lie to the doctor a lot like when the doctor's like do you sleep with your child in the bed with you I'm like no, I don't. But I do. Like even when they were like newborns, like I know it's so taboo, but I feel like it's only taboo in Western culture. Because I used to feel you wanna talk about guilt. I used to feel like the worst person ever, like this little thing that just came out of me that used to spend every waking and sleeping moment inside of me is now like over there. <laughs> 
Right. Why, why can't I just hold hold him, her? Why? And in right. other cultures, they do. So I did. I mean, I can understand if you like you. You know, you're a heavy sleeper. Don't roll over on your baby, please. But I know I'm right. not a heavy sleeper. But, but they used to give me crap about that at the doctor. So I started lying to them. <laughs> like no, absolutely <laughs> not. No, no, there's nothing in the crib. They'd be like, she's lying. (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing in the crib. No, we don't have a cover. Why would I give them a cover? No. I was disagreeing with you. Like, I'm right there with you. And I feel like sometimes you don't have to tell them the truth because you have to do what's right for you and the baby. Like, like, you just have to let them cry sometimes. But I'm like, I'm the one home at night with them. I'm the one who has to get up to work in three hours. You're right. doing this. Okay. Right. If I want to be up all night holding my baby because I don't want to be crying, then let me do that. Okay? Exactly. Especially the newborn days or everything is just a blur. This may sound really bad, but I've had times where I was breastfeeding them and they just fell asleep in my arms and I fell asleep like in the middle of a nursing session. <laughs> my hand is raised right there with you. <laughs> I was right there with you. <laughs> I I'm so bad. I just you know lay there, let them just all right, just go to sleep. <laughs> then my husband comes in and taps me like, "Hey, you're sleeping with the baby." <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> Man, I was tired too. They don't realize breastfeeding really does take a lot out of you. It does. Like yeah. you're attached. I feel like it's your second umbilical cord. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've fallen asleep pumping and feeding quite a few Pumping's times. a different one. That one's so loud. Got <laughs> <laughs> <Now> me tired. <laughs> oh, man. But um, I think when you said um, that you get shamed by a lot of people that don't have twins, they're telling you what to do with your twins. I think like that's the nail on the head because I feel like I get shamed a lot by people that have no children. Right. Don't be telling me what to do. Well, why is their hair not combed? Well, you know what? This one was crying all god dang morning. Didn't want to sit still. This one peed his pants, you know, like. (laughs) Right. There's a whole bunch of things that could have happened. Hey, when we walked out the house, their hair could have been looking real sharp. You know what happens when they go on the car seat? (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me. Because. I used to hate when people be like, my baby never cried. Like, okay, Sally. All good for cry. you. <laughs> Sally. <laughs> it's always something like, my baby did this or my baby didn't do this. And you're right. I did have to come to because even when I wasn't a first time mom anymore, it still gets to me like, Me and another friend of mine, we had a baby around the same time, and she was like, my baby's already crawling, and she's like, is your, like, twins crawling? And I'm like, no, you know, and she's like, really? Like, that's really weird, or that's really bad, but I'm like, no, they're not, and she's like, are they trying? And I'm like, no, so that's when it came to, like, (laughs) something's wrong It's so hard not to think your children. It's not in the sense where you want them to be like better than everyone. You just want them to succeed and do what they're supposed to be doing. No, I think a lot of people want them to be better than everyone. I meant like me personally. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think my husband be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> 
oh yeah, they did this, they did that. And I'd be like, it's not a competition, honey. It's not a lot. I'm personally calling out your husband right now. <laughs> Somebody calling him out. <laughs> and I feel like mom shame can come in many forms. Like the big one also that I receive is like being at home and being a working mom because I've been mm-hmm. on both sides of the spectrum. And I feel like there's so much judgment there. Like it's not 2021, you know, like this isn't the 50s. Right. It's not uncommon <laughs> for moms to work. And it's not a bad thing if a mom stays home either. And honestly, power to you because I don't know how you do it. Because I be thinking some days like, I don't, I don't think I could be a stay-at-home mom. I don't think I could do this all day. I need to get out of the house. <laughs> Please let me go. <laughs> it's definitely hard. But I feel like it's a blessing, especially because I know it's temporary. Because I did take some time off of work. But I know that I'm going back, you know. But I did take Aww. some time in the first year off. Especially because it was twins and they're my last yeah. baby. And and then I had, so it's just a lot. And then like the COVID and I don't do, we don't use yeah. daycare. So yeah. it's just a lot. So it's just like a good family decision. But even as a working mom, I got like slack when people were like, how can you work? Especially like as a nurse when you're doing like 12 hour shifts, like you're really <laughs> at work a long time. Mm-hmm. And people would be like, I, I don't know how you do it. I can never leave my baby and you're missing out on so much. And the guilt is there and you already have guilt. So I don't know why people add on to it because even though I know I'm like at work and not like running the streets or something, I was always so guilty about being away from my children, you know? Yeah. And then as, as a mom who's taken time off of work, I get slack when people like, are you even going back to work? Like, yes, I'm going to work. I didn't give up my career. I did take a little pause, which a lot of people do. And but even like, if you did give up your career, like, yes, that's okay, cool. too. That is okay, too. That is your decision. Exactly. Between you and your family. And I've had a friend tell me she feels like I lost myself, like, in mommyhood. Like, she's like, you used to be about your paper and your career. And I'm like, yeah, that's Oh, I got these comments, and then like this past year, people are like, "How do you be at home? Like, how are you at home? Are you going back to work? How do you afford it?" And I'm just like, "Jesus!" A lot of people talking about my business. And see, that's why I was you. You a lot nicer than me because I'd be like, um, so how you know I'm not about my paper? I just released two different books. Did you buy it? Thank you. Give me my paper. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, don't come for me. Tell them, Shade, don't come for me. I'm not here doing mine and handling mine. They don't know. They don't know about your blood. Thank you. See, this is why I appreciate this podcast. And maybe there's some listeners out there who are clapping their hands with this. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm going to tell y'all to tell them too. Mind your business. What you suggest say? I won't say it on here because you might be listening in front of your children. But if you don't know, look up what Juicy J say. Although I really want to say it. <laughs> Do you feel like you've had any mom shame? Mom um, you want to know who I feel like I get the most mom shame from? Who? My mother and my mother-in-law. I don't know you're going to say that. Girl, you know I was going to say that. <laughs> They know, you know, I'm glad that they raised their children and they came out to be the best little beings they could be. <laughs> but 
I would like to make some mistakes myself, you know, as well. I do appreciate all of the help and I appreciate all of the constructive criticism, but you know. And I feel like they don't really realize, because I get that from both of mine as well, both of those lovely ladies. But I feel like it's um, a different time. (laughs) (laughs) We have computers now. Because back then, I feel like, wasn't it different growing up in the 90s? I feel like our parents, they were more like providers and there, but I feel like there wasn't as much pressure as there is now to be like everything to your children. Like back then, it's just like, go play, you know, like children were seen, like the adults were hanging out with each other, the children Mm -hmm. were hanging out with each other. Like Mm -hmm. that's just how it was back then. But now it's like, Mm -hmm. spend time with your kids. Do you do this with your kids? Like you have to do all of it. Yeah. It's it's actually funny that you say that because um my grandma came over for Christmas and the kids, um, her and my mom were playing cards at a little card table and the kids just wanted to be around them. <laughs> and they're looking at the kids like, Why don't you do something with your children? <laughs> I'm like, Here kids, come sit at the kids table <laughs> And they just leave the table to go mess with the, and I'm like, There's only two of them here, you know. It's not like they have anyone to play with <laughs> Like give them some slack. They just wanna be involved. <laughs> right. It's a no, different time. Yeah. A different time indeed, you know. Um or but- like with mine, my mother-in-law, she has six children, so I, and hers are a little more spread out apart than mine. They are. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like she's like, you can have two more, because she really wants us to have, like, a big family, even though I feel like four is pretty big these days. Because hers are in pairs. (laughs) You know? I'm like, you don't get it. It's different. Four is a handful, especially with twins, and they're all little, around the same age, and she's like, I have six, but I'm like, that was a lot cheaper than I'm imagining. It was so much more expensive. And she's like, not really. Or she like, I was tired back then too. Like, I always feel like, I don't know. There's just always that like, no me, no me, you know? That's so funny. Um, yeah, no. Or my mom, she'll come over and she'll be like, you shouldn't just let them throw their toys on the floor. You know, I didn't play that when you were little. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Like, my mom tried to tell me the other day. Well, my mom tried to tell me the other day because she came over and Amara wanted to be picked up and she was going to cry. And I didn't want to hear her crying. So I picked the little girl up. And she's like, she got you wrapped around her fingers, don't she? And I was like... I don't want to hear her cry. What, what do you want? Do you want me to go put her up in her her little corner? Because she got a little timeout corner. <laughs> you want me to go put her in her little timeout corner? No, I'm just going to pick her up. It's not that big of a deal. They're like, you're babying her. You're babying him. Like, how do you baby a baby? <laughs> Like, cut them some slack. They are, you know, babies, so they can get a little extra love. Exactly. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. My mother-in-law tries to say the same thing. Don't overreact when they fall. And I'd be like, I don't need to say when they fall. That's a shame for my husband. (laughs) (laughs) You do get that, right? Stop reacting when they fall because I'm such a mom. I'm like, are you okay? And you know they don't react until you do that. Yeah, and he, (laughs) when I be over, he'd be like, 
<laughs> See, don't react. Don't react. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's so like straight face with it. Like he like, See, I told you not to do that. And I'm still so <laughs> sorry. And I'm like, it's okay, come here. <laughs> oh no, I'll be telling Amara likes that it is to the point where she's gonna beat up JJ and he wants to get her in trouble, so he goes over to her and tries to get her to beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, look, I told you not to go over there, okay? <laughs> what you think was going to happen? No, don't put your hands on your brother. But no, don't go over there. Duh. <laughs> if you want some big reaction, no. <laughs> That's why you guys are cousins, you and my husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so? <laughs> Get your ass up. <laughs> I feel like it's the comparing the milestones, whether what your life is like with them, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a working mom, um, parenting styles, like our parenting styles are different from like our mother-in-laws or our mothers. So I feel like that's a lot of shame that we have to face, mother shame um, that we get. Um, with mine, I feel like I get sometimes like people will be like, I get a lot of slack that I don't take a lot of breaks from my kids. Like people will be like, how do you do that? That's just crazy. You know, but I feel like I don't bash you for going out and leaving your kids a lot. So, <laughs> you know? Right. And I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> no, not you personally. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. But I just feel like people, like, I have friends or family members who, like, say the weekend is for them, for them to, you know, go out, like, pre-COVID and do them, which I don't feel like is bad. I feel like every mom needs that. But then I feel like they Yeah. But they, I have found people who do it very often, and then they'll look Mm -hmm. at me like something's wrong with me. I'm like, I'm not judging you over here, so don't be judging me, you know? Right. And that's the thing, like, everybody can do their own thing. Just, like, children learn on their own to each their own exactly i might not want to go out every weekend but Susie over there because i don't know how to do names Susie over there might want to she might want to go shake her wild thing but that's our business none of my concern exactly you know i think it's like that thing that goes mind your motherhood i feel like that could also be a title of this because that's the point that I'm trying to make. I've <laughs> like, never heard that before. <laughs> I think I saw it on <laughs> That's funny. I've never heard that before. But it reminds me of t- tell Chris if he ask Chris if he remembers Mrs. Estes's mind your mother finger. <laughs> Our he first break. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she was missing a finger because she didn't listen to her mom. It's a longer story than that, but that's that's the gist of it. <laughs> listen to your mother, or you're gonna lose a finger. <laughs> um, but anyways, off topic. Sorry. Um, you know, also I feel like since we have cell phones now and internet and social media, that that in everybody else's business game is just popping right now. Just in demand. Let me be in someone else's business. Why? And I feel like a good point you bring up social media. I feel like people use that to prove like how they are as parents and what their life is like and how great it is. And that causes more comparison and competition, which in turn turns to more insecurity and shaming others. 
Right. And you don't know what that other day is besides the picture, you know? Exactly. You only post the perfect picture, but you don't see five minutes before when you're yelling at your kids to take the picture. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. 90% of Facebook, Instagram, all that Snapchat is all a lie. It's all a (laughs) lie. It's just pretty pictures. They don't really look like that. (laughs) Yes. They don't show you the sleepless night pictures. (laughs) No. When your kids are acting bad. <laughs> no. There's poop all over the floor. Yes, it happens. Yes. <laughs> oh, sad but story. Don't believe but... the hype. No, don't. But in other terms, do you feel like you've ever mom shamed anyone? Definitely before I was a mom, for sure. Yes. Definitely before I was a mom. I'm one of those people. Why isn't your hair, a kid's hair not cut? <laughs> right. Uh, like I used to look at people like, why is your baby out with no socks or shoes on? Until I had one. Who had yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Do you know how many socks are on, the, on my car floor? Okay, right. <laughs> they don't keep them on. They don't. They don't like socks. Okay, they don't want socks on. <laughs> this old lady just a few like last in November just tried to tell me like, oh that poor baby is so cold, no socks on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, lady, we I've just got out of a warm car. <laughs> what did you say? I've gotten those comments in the stories, too, from the ladies who have no the idea. Old people. Freaking old ladies. Leave yes. me alone. <laughs> One of them told me I was abusing my baby because she was just going <laughs> screaming while I was just trying to get a few groceries. <laughs> you see, because she saw you hit that kid. She saw you. <laughs> She got it on there. <laughs> <Cell phone. laughs> Man, I had my older son with me and I had the baby at home with my husband. And so I picked up some diapers and baby jars. And the lady was like, the cashier was like, Who is this for your son? And I'm like, old. <laughs> This lady was like, the cashier was like, is this where you're going? And she's talking about the one that was in the cart who was like, obviously older. And I'm like, this is for my baby at home. And she was like, oh. And she was like, that's my sense. And she was like, I was about to be like, he's too old for this. And I'm like, okay. Like, that's interesting. Why are you in my business so hard that you wonder what my child is going? <laughs> oh, that hurt. Oh, man, I was dying that whole time you were telling that story. That whole like, time. It's a lot. like, I feel like I could go on and on about some of the comments yeah. I've gotten. Yeah. And like you said, a lot of it is from people who haven't had children yet. And have you ever seen them have children after it? And then they do what they told you that you should For do? Sure. For sure. And I'm one of those people, I'm guilty because my sister had kids before me and I used to be like, mm-hmm. I'm never going to co-sleep with my baby. They're going to be in their crib because they're not about to be sleeping with me and my husband until they're three or four. Or I used to be like, my kids aren't going to watch TV that much. <laughs> and then I had my own, the first one, I feel like I kept up my bargain. But then when I started having more than one. Because <laughs> you wanted to be that Pinterest mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first mm-hmm. one, I tried to be Susie Homemaker with the first one and then the second one where you need <laughs> some help and you're like okay I gotta turn the TV on real quick right right you wanna watch Toy Story <laughs> right. 
You want to watch another movie? <laughs> you want to watch another you, you like Paw Patrol? Right. <laughs> Why are you trying to get some sleep so you knocked out in the bed with you? You had all My sister, she made me apologize too. She kept that one in her pocket for a long time. Oh. <laughs> or I used to be one of the parents, not parents, before when it's just my husband and I on dates. And you know how you have to see the people acting, having the baby throwing a tantrum in the restaurant and stuff. And you kind of look at them like, Get that baby oh, yeah. and now I just when I hear it when I'm out and I see another parent having that I'm like you know I feel you parents are you going through that over there right <laughs> I used to be that person too yeah mm-hmm. and this is a confession I said I would never do but I'm gonna let you guys know so don't judge me okay but I clown people for putting their kids on leashes <laughs> <laughs> I used to be like, that's a goddamn shame. <laughs> I lost them so bad. And tell me why I've done that. <laughs> did you get the wrist one or did you get the backpack one? I got the wrist one. And okay, I had good. it in both my hands. <laughs> One's I, don't, I still don't dig the backpack ones. I just think that makes you look like a dog, okay? Don't have your kids out there looking like a dog. <laughs> but but then wrist ones? Oh, <laughs> yes, I'm about it, and I'm going to invest. Yes, I'm so about it. Because <laughs> when I had the twins, and they were in the stroller, and then they had the two toddlers running around the store, I was like, ordering this off Amazon today. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> now, wait, so how long is it? Um, I feel like it's like four feet, four or five. So they have room to move, but they can't run off. That might be too much room in the grocery store, though. <laughs> Can you lock it up at all? Yeah. yeah. Or I'm doing it where I tugged it back, you know? <laughs> okay. Can it go too far? Or you can wrap it around your hand. <laughs> See, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I do need one of those. My, my boys son. hated it, but it was very, like it was very successful <laughs> yeah <laughs> if we ever you know go back on vacation and stuff or amusement parks i'm willing to bring those again <laughs> if the world never opens back up right yeah. <laughs> but by then they might have way outgrown <laughs> i'm gonna say hopefully they won't be too old <laughs> i feel like i was robbed this year because like you know the kids getting free to an under yeah, let's and talk about that okay so <laughs> that was mommy shaming that we got let's move on to mommy guilt and how tremendous mommy guilt has been in this year well this past year yeah well so you know we had all talked a lot about doing the children's museum and i really wanted to do that to an under two years old still has to pay it there but you know at the zoo and, <laughs> and the art museum and all those other nice little places to take the children they they're two and under are free and i'm like well next year jj's gonna be three i got robbed at all of my free days because yes. they're not cheap so i would like to transfer some of my mommy guilt onto the denver zoo <laughs> <laughs> the cheyenne mountain zoo <laughs> And I feel like I wanted to do the baby music class so bad with the twins. Yes, we were talking about all the classes we were going to yeah. do. Yeah. And remember the soccer free one? Okay, and wait. The baby wait. Class. <laughs> it, was just, 
we have to back up <laughs> because we just ended with mommy shame but with those classes that we went to you and I both went to a different one <laughs> and you know we were in there so yes we both went to two separate classes the class i went to was some gymnasium really great experience for the kids but for those in the colorado area this particular place was out in southlands lone tree area so the demographics a little more white and um i just did not vibe with the teacher gives an instruction for us to do and all the little kids just do whatever they want to do. I understand there too, but um, I think they need to learn a little bit of structure. Let them run around because then when my kid starts to try and run around everywhere, no, 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 we're not having that. Get over here and do what I, do what I tell you to do. So we left 10 minutes into the 40 minute session. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm going to hurt one of y'all. <laughs> right. I my kids, so let's get out of here. <laughs> and I went to a class with my two, my two older ones, the um, two older boys, and we went to a craft class and like a reading, music, all of that in one in the Denver area. And it was the same experience. My kids were excited and they were like, listening to the instructor, trying to participate. And they have some of the other kids who are just running around and screaming and their parents just not paying attention, just letting them do whatever they want. And it kind of took away from the class. And you're looking at that parent like, can you get your kids under control so they can stop distracting yeah. my kids? So that could be a form of mom shame. <laughs> it definitely is because I was looking at them like they were more there to build friendships with each other. And that's great because we need mommy friends, but right. I'm going to need y'all to watch out children while you're in <laughs> That's also happened to us on the airplane, and my husband had to tell them in front of us, like, can you please tell your kids to turn around and stop touching my kids? <laughs> I should not have to tell you that. <laughs> I should not. Man. Okay. Sorry. I just had to go back because I just yeah. remember. So we're guilty of it too. So we're going to take our own advice. <laughs> but <laughs> it's still now, yeah. <laughs> but for the mom guilt, I do feel you on that because I feel like with the COVID, like I've always had mom guilt from like certain things, but I feel like this past year has really like kicked it up a notch um, because I feel like you your kids are also getting robbed of like their childhood in a sense like my son as we mentioned on a previous episode he is kindergarten his first year in school in kindergarten is completely yep. a different experience he's at home doing it virtually and it's going as good as it can he has friends online and a great teacher but it's still very different um with my babies and my other baby boy and my middle one my three-year-old i felt like i wanted to do a lot more activities outside like you said um that we didn't get to do and some of them are very just like young age like baby groups baby classes and once like you said that age is over it's not like we can go back and try to do it you know and then another thing um you and i had our baby's first year during the covid you know and i feel like 
during that first year is one of the most special years of a baby's life because they go through the first milestones, you know? And I felt like what bothered me is that during the COVID and being separated from family and stuff, and then I felt like nobody really got to give my children, my twins, that attention, you know, of like the milestones and ooing and eyeing over them like people were really going through their own things which is understandable so like it was, nobody really got to see my babies no one really got to check on them and watch her birthday was not really a party yeah right so I feel like that had a lot of guilt and then now like you know we're it's still the same but we're being a little more careful but we're like okay let them let the kids see their grandparents and stuff and now they're just like oh wow they're so big so I feel like you know they move a lot <laughs> you know so that was making me sad a lot like I don't know why but that bothered me a lot because I felt like they didn't get to see the milestones and so now they're just gonna be like oh they're so big but it's like you didn't see any of the other cute stuff you know yeah so, you know my husband and I had talks about it and he's so cool and level-headed I feel like that's why God put us together <laughs> you know he always has the perspective so he's just like but you've seen it right you enjoyed it right and I'm like yeah and he's like those are your babies and you got to enjoy it and that's all that's important you know and I'm just like yeah that's true you know what you could do though too I know you took a bunch of pictures (laughs) (laughs) you could always do a photo book a one year photo book and give it to the grandparents and the uncles and and be like since you know you didn't get to be there (laughs) (laughs) that's true it was just like that video of the TikTok with the baby, and he's like, "This is supposed to be my Christmas outfit." But didn't get away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of little things, just you know, yeah. you had to celebrate by yourself. Yeah, it was. A- and you had to go through the like us regulating our hormone hormones and postpartum. Like a lot of that was like solo this year. Yeah, it was a really hard and lonely year. Yes. Like, what helped me get through, like, some of my postpartum with JJ is being able to go out and get a really good margarita. Right. I wasn't really able to do that this year. And the one margarita I got was watered down, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's so 2020. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yeah, 2020, get the watered down margarita. It really was. (laughs) Um, And we were, you and I were just even talking about like how the holidays were just really difficult. It was. And I feel like um, with us, we still went to see our parents. Um, The reason why we weren't going to, but um, our parents on both sides, their health has been really hit this hard this past year so I told my husband because he's like well you know with the COVID and sick and everybody's still having to wear masks when we get together it's kind of not worth it you know and I definitely agreed with that but then I'm like well we don't know how long everyone's going to be around you know because that's one thing 2020 has taught us that life is very you know precious you're here one minute the next you're not but the holidays were very challenging even with the people that we did see because it's so hard trying to bond with people with the mask and after a while I'm just like I'm gonna take this off and go home (laughs) right yeah 
Yeah. And my son, he's still like, why don't they come over that much? Or why don't my cousins come over that much? And it's still hard, you know, because he's like, well, when's this COVID over? Yeah. And see, I had more guilt because it's like, I had Pinterest mom guilt where like, I want everything to be perfect, but nothing's ever perfect. I ordered a tree since we have 15 foot ceilings now. I ordered a nine foot tree and freaking Home Depot sent me a seven and a half foot tree. And I was like, how do you want to ruin someone's Christmas like this? Like you weren't even paying attention. And then, so barely had a tree up. Like, I was just like, I want memories for the kids and they're not going to remember anything. And I don't remember any Christmases when I was little, except for they were fighting all the time. And right. I was just like, I was I think that's another, that's a great point. I feel like that comes, that mo- part of mom guilt comes from having like trauma or disappointments in our childhood and not wanting to recreate those for our children you know so I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves Mm -hmm. and sometimes I have to step back and be like you know what you know what I hear right now my children are laughing you know my children are playing they're going about their day they're having fun here you know so I have to kind of just remind myself like things don't have to be perfect like they're still happy they're still living in the moment you know like it may not have been how I envisioned it but my children are happy and they're healthy and hopefully that's what they remember that's amazing i'm gonna start doing that because some kids had a great freaking christmas and they got a whole bunch of stuff i haven't even opened everything right yeah they had these kids had their little advent calendar and they was eating that chocolate (laughs) it was like chocolate chocolate i'm like yes only one though you know I did it. Okay. I Christmas was great. <laughs> See, I think we just need to start giving ourselves more credit and stop listening so much to the world and society and Pinterest <laughs> and social mother's, media. Mother's <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't say that we love you guys. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I definitely agree. And I'm also using that advice for myself because I know this one's a little out there, but I'm weaning my babies, which are my last babies, the completion to our family. It's going to be my last time breastfeeding. And I'm kind of excited because it's like painful and breastfeeding is very hard, but then I'm also very emotional. Like, oh my gosh, I'll never get to do this again because, you know, we do feel like we are done having children. Our family's complete. So that's emotional for me. So I feel like I have guilt. Like, am I doing this too soon? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> should I keep going? Cause they're still no. taking it. But then I'm like, no, you know, they've had enough. They're ready to wean. I should just let it go. So I gotta just stop having mommy guilt. It happens. So we have to start looking forward to everything else instead of thinking about what should have been. My yes. favorite quote in high school used to be the saddest words of tongue and pen are those what might have been. Hey, I saw that sign. I think we saw the same sign. I used to be in there reading all the stuff on the wall. Like, is this over yet? <laughs> That's why we both had probably ended up in newspaper club together. <laughs> yeah, I really did like writing, though. I really did. Um, journalism was great. 
But yes, it was. So that's why we wanted to make this episode on mommy shame and mommy guilt because I feel like it's hitting me very hard. And I feel like it's just going to be a series of different letting go and just learning as you go. I think that's motherhood. Like you're going to go through all these emotions and you have to navigate through them. And I want everyone to know that they're not alone, that Natalie and I are here living through the same experiences. Same roller coaster. Yes. Different peaks, same roller coaster. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. Music heard at the beginning of this episode was the instrumentals for Eminem's The Way I Am. And the way I see it, when it comes to people mom shaming you, you have two options. You can pull out your receipts and tell them what you really about. Or you can look them dead in the eye and tell them, I am whatever you say I am. Because if I wasn't, then why would you say I am? And turn around and smoothly walk away. (laughs) Thank you for joining us today. And we will see you next time. See you guys next time. Share with your friends. Yeah, share, share. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.